1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the
1: Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler.
2: Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Toby Altizer. What's up? What's up with you on this fine Thursday? The Brewers lost. Let's dive right into it. Brewers lost yesterday to the Chicago Cubs. All right, the Cubs came up here, three game set, took two or three from the Brewers. Uh, the Cubs are not a great baseball team. The Brewers have a good record. I'm not sure how good of a baseball team they are. They're winning. They're in first place, but how good of a baseball team are there? A lot of you questioning that after yesterday's game. I'm looking solely here at online reaction. So I try not to get sucked too much into the online world when I form my opinions or feel like I'm relaying to you what the pulse of the fan is because... A lot of the people that I think were freaking out about the br- what I realized, what I what I what I used to think, was that online, was the majority of the opinion. Uh no, that's that's wrong. There's a lot of there's a lot of people online that have no idea what the hell they're talking about. I had a friend last week. I never told you this, uh, Toby. I had a friend last week that was like, "Oh, Bobby Portis, he's gonna leave, right?" I go. Actually, it's like 99% that he's coming back. Oh, I see a lot of people saying that he's leaving. I go, oh, really? I haven't seen that. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's going to the Warriors. I said, well, I don't even know how that's possible. Where are you seeing this? Who's reporting this? He's like, oh, there's just some people on uh, Facebook. Oh.
3: Okay. Yeah, you can't trust the Facebook insiders or whatever
2: these people think they are. No. <laughs> I think they were just like worried Bucks fans. You know, but you know how like the information chain goes. He probably saw a post that said, man, I hope Bobby Portis doesn't leave. He'll probably go to like the Warriors or something. And then it comes all the way back to me. Yeah, I saw a report that Bobby Portis is going to sign with the Warriors. Did you? Is that how it works? So, you know, it gets it gets twisted up a little bit when you're looking just online. Now, I just looked online when I saw Brewer reaction. I was scrolling Twitter, and I got to remember that a lot of the people that I f- see tweet about the Brewers are, no offense to you know, younger people, but you know, I, I feel like I feel like if you're 50 or 60 or 70, and you've seen a lot of baseball, you see the Brewer game yesterday and you go, oh, man, this team, come on. If you're like my age, you're like, oh, boy, yikes. And if you're like a diehard Brewer fan between 18 and 25, you're like, what is happening to this team? Why are they so bad? And then, so, I, you know, I always assume that when somebody follows me and I follow them back, they're like my age. And then I realize that sometimes they're half my age and the opinions that I think are out there in the world, I'm actually just reciting what emotional teens are thinking about sports. And so, really, what I'm doing is a straw man argument because... I feel like I saw a big panic yesterday over the Brewers. Now, is that really what's happening? Or is that just a bunch of kids whining? Because they don't know any better. But the Brewers lost yesterday. And, you know, I get it. It was an upsetting loss. You know, they wasted a Corbin Burns outing where he went seven innings. Struck out ten. Didn't give up any runs. Only allowed three hits. You had Brad, Brad Boxberger come in there and struggle. You had Josh Hader, give up a run and eventually lose the game. You had a situation where, well, you couldn't get any hits. You could barely get guys on base. And then you left a lot of runners stranded Uh, eighth inning. You had the bases loaded with one out two, three, four up. Couldn't do anything with that situation. So I think that yesterday was a frustrating loss but I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't I still don't know how concerned we need to be. I still think the overarching thought is we think this team is going to make the playoffs and then get bounced. And I have to look at how I felt last year when I thought they were going to make the playoffs and at minimum go to the NLCS. And they they didn't get that far because things happen in baseball. So I don't know that I don't know that you can write off this team's postseason chances until they get there. We're all assuming they're going to get there. Yesterday is not going to affect their postseason chances, uh, most likely. They lost, but so did the Cardinals. So you saw world's worst baseball team lose yesterday, according to many. And they're still ten games over 500, and they're three games up in the NL Central. So based on their division, you know they're still in contention. I think we wonder how good is this team really and uh is it even fun to watch them in a game like yesterday i just think specifically yesterday one out of the 162 toby people are like that was not an entertaining product so there might be some anger about that
3: yeah i i understand if you're a little bit frustrated after yesterday's game and maybe overreacting a little bit because it is the cubs you want to win that series You know, they they come in here and it sounded like there were more Cubs fans at the entire series than Brewers fans. It it was quite loud whenever anything happened for the Cubs. So I'm sure playing the Cubs adds into it. But you can't keep losing these sort of games. You know, it's different if every now and then you have these sort of losses because that's just inevitably going to happen over a 162 game period. But it seems like we have one of these sort of losses, what, once every two weeks or something like that? And you can't have those sort of losses. Ones where, like you said, Corbin Burns goes out there and gives you seven scoreless innings, pitches incredibly well, you're lined up already, I guess Devin Williams wasn't going to be available because of his recent workload or whatever multiple beat writers were saying that is what Craig Council said. Okay, well, Boxberger's been solid. He comes out and gives up a run. Josh Hader, he's not been pitching his best, and he gives up a run. And you know what? You can blame them if you want, but they gave up two runs. The pitching staff combined to give up two runs, and then the offense, the only thing you had going was Keston Hira running into one. There's got to be something better. You put people on base, you can't move them over, you can't bring them in. I mean, it's stuff like that that's just unacceptable. Even you get a guy on second base, Yelich grounds out, moves him over to third. What does Willie Adamas do? Pops up on the infield. That's unacceptable. As much as people love Willie Adamas, I'm sorry. Look at his stats again. I don't even know if the guy's playing like an everyday player at this point. No, he's been bad, yeah. They're not going to take him out of the lineup. I'm not saying that Craig should, but... So many players right now on this Brewers team are playing so far below what they're capable of playing and what they've played at throughout their careers. It's different if you say, look at this guy's potential, and we kind of do that with Keston to an extent. Look at this guy's potential. He's not living up to it. But so many of these guys are not even playing to what they've done throughout their careers. Willie Adamas, look, before he came over, he wasn't necessarily the best baseball player But look at what he's done throughout his career. This isn't Willie Adamas that you're seeing out there this year. Colton Wong is not the guy. Luis Arias. I mean, this baseball team should be so much better than what it's been. And I still think that they can get hot and go on a run. But every single time you have games like yesterday, it puts a little damper. It makes me think maybe I'm just being blindly optimistic to how good this baseball team can be because you've got to beat the Cubs. It's the Cubs. Who was on the mound yesterday for the Cubs? I don't know. It wasn't you Darvish. It wasn't someone really good. It was Adrian Sampson. Swanee, Have you heard-
2: swim swan. Yeah.
3: Had you heard of Adrian Sampson before yesterday? Because I hadn't. And yet here he goes out there and makes the Cub or makes the Brewers lineup look like it doesn't know how to play baseball. Like so many no
2: name pitchers do against this Brewers lineup. Well, then, then I wonder, is yesterday like, is yesterday just a game? Is yesterday just a game that that they lost, or is it a really good, like, window into what this team is right now? Now, Josh Hader struggled, and that doesn't happen a lot. I think you know Josh Hader's usually good for a little one or two, maybe three week stretch every year where it's like, oh no, what? what What's happening to Josh Hader? Uh, Hader yesterday surrendered back-to-back or runs and back-to-back outings for the first time since last July 10th and 11th. So it's been a year since we've seen Hader look like this, where he's given up runs in back-to-back games. And I know he's been, you know, with a heavy workload lately. So can you excuse that a little bit? They didn't go to Devin Williams like you mentioned for that reason. Uh, they did put Hader in in a non-save situation, but. I, I understand why why they do that and it shouldn't if you can't if you need it to be a safe situation like if it's tied and you can't pitch but you have a three-1 uh, three run lead and all of a sudden you can't i mean that's weird you should be able to if you're if you're an elite closer you can go out there in a non-safe situation and you should be fine and what did you want him to do you wanted to not put out hater you wanted to put in Joel Gustave instead and then he'd give up a couple runs and you'd be pissed that it wasn't hater so the, the the hater thing, I think, is just a blip. But to waste Corbin Burns outing like that is ridiculous. And, yeah, offensively, there's just, you know, I, I it was like the fifth inning when I finally realized, like, I haven't watched much of this game. It's been in front of my face, but I haven't watched much of this game. Well, there game. wasn't anything you missed. It was just strikeout after strikeout. Samson striking
3: out the Brewers hitters and Corbin Burns mowing down the Cubs. You didn't miss a whole lot. Outside of Keston Hira hitting the ball a long ways, Again, you didn't miss a whole lot. And then that was the entirety of the Brewers' offense all day, and then the Cubs got something going in the 8th and the 9th. There wasn't a whole lot, and that's the problem for the Brewers. Corbin Burns is making it so that all you got to do, guys, is score one or two runs. Generally, the bullpen's going to be nails, and you're going to win that outing most times. But the the bullpen falters one day, and you couldn't give them at least enough insurance To be able to go out there and if they give up a run, all right, it's fine. We're still right in it. The fact that you can only put one run across against the Cubs does not make you feel very confident going forward with this Brewers team.
2: I wonder how many people at the game yesterday watched the game like every at-bat. You know, I understand that sometimes you go use the restroom. Sometimes you go get a bite to eat. Uh, Sometimes you're distracted by something, but... You know, in the playoffs, you're watching every pitch. You're watching every pitch, and every everything matters. In a game like yesterday, where there are a lot of strikeouts, look, like you can say you love a good pitcher's duel, but when, when there's just a lot of strikeouts and nothing happening on the bases, your mind can wander a little bit. I don't know how many people yesterday were actually sitting down watching that game intently, batter to batter. I think there's just so many other things to do at a ballpark, and there were a lot of... Cubs fans there yesterday. There were a lot of Cubs fans there yesterday. So, you know, they like to look around a little bit more. I don't know that like I'm just saying like this is not a good product right now. The Brewers there's there's I mean even Corbin Burns striking out 10. I think some of you might be spoiled with that. I don't I don't know that there's a player that you have to be in your seat for right now or I I have to I have to watch Burns or even like the game, I just, I saw so many people just not paying attention. And I wasn't paying attention. I was off in la-la land most of the time. So I, I don't know. I mean, I could tell you everything that happened in the eighth and ninth innings, but innings one through seven? Yeah, I mean, it used to be that when
3: Christian Yelich came to the plate, it was like, all right, let's sit down and see what happens here. Is Christian Yelich going to put the ball in play? What's he going to do? Is he going to hit a home run? You know, when he was in his MVP seasons, it was must-watch TV when Christian Yelich came to the plate. What Brewer hitter are you going out of your way, you know, if you're in the kitchen or doing whatever and you can't see the TV but you hear so-and-so's coming to the plate, you're running back to watch the the plate appearance? Anybody? I, I, I don't have any Brewers hitter that I'm excited to watch hit right now. Rowdy, maybe? I mean, half these guys, you just, as soon as they come to the plate, you just assume strike out, ground out, nothing's going to happen and 99% of the time you're 100% correct. Nothing is going to happen.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yesterday I th- I just I don't I don't want to say, you know, you don't want to overreact to losses and you don't want to overreact to wins. But I, I think that yesterday was a point where a lot of people are frustrated with uh, what this team is right now. And you have the trade deadline coming up and we'll see what happens. There, If there's any moves to be made, but this is a team that, I mean, just offensively, they're so bad. They're so, so bad. And I don't know where that improves. These guys need to improve. I'm not even like energized by them defensively. I think their whole infield needs some work. Wong's been struggling. Adam has been struggling. Lurias has been struggling in the, in the infield. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250, 4147991250 4147991250 uh Mike the painter and Tony in Texas I think we got to take these two together I think we do they called it they went to the game yesterday <laughs> You guys are both on Hey good morning Did did you guys you called it like the exact same second No way that's awesome Are you guys you didn't like you're not still together <laughs> no. are you? I saw a picture of you guys. Tony, you there?
4: Yeah, I'm here, Bart. Yeah, Wisconsin is an open-minded state, but it hasn't gone that far, Bart. <laughs>
2: I mean, you guys. Well, tell me about your date.
4: Well, Mar- Well, I will say Mike's a good date. He-, he watches every pitch, though. You're talking about people that don't watch every pitch. This guy's into every pitch. He's harassing the Cubs pitchers. He's harassing Cubs fans. I love it.
5: Oh, wow. Mike, you were into it? Yeah, I enjoy going to the games. Any game that I go to, you know, I, I get involved, you know. I do the chants, you know. I'm, I'm there, you know. chants? What chants? You know, the clapping and whatever the chant is going on and with the, you know, let's go Brewers, you know, the a chance. Oh, okay. You know? I, get into the, I get involved, you know. I'm there. I'm 100% there. All right. Well, hey, Bart, yeah, Tony.
4: Bart, hey, I, I got to tell you this. Hira comes up to the plate. This is no lie. Mike says he's going to hit a home run right here, and he hits a home run. And then the next half inning, the inning's over, and the Cubs. Uh, you know how they throw the baseballs to the crowd? Yeah. Which you know, uh, a forty-year-old man probably shouldn't stand up for a baseball. He just let the little kids get it, right? Sure. Well,
5: but there's Mike, all forty-year-old all fans in front of me, and they're all Cubs fans. the
4: kids behind you, Mike. Come on.
5: <laughs> yeah, but
4: well, anyway, Mike in front of me. My brother's like, it's coming to you, Mike. It's coming to you, Mike. Don't drop it. And he he catches it perfectly. Then, like a good guy, gave it to the kid behind him. So that was
5: cool. So Mike had a hell of a day.
2: Oh, well, Mike, if you're calling Keston here's home run, why didn't you do that, like, two or three more times with the other guys?
5: Yeah, I was trying, but that didn't work.
2: Oh, so So, so, there were 27 different times
5: where Mike said he's going to hit a home run. No, I didn't say that. That wasn't (laughs) every, every Batter coming up, oh he's gonna hit a home run! I'm Like Rowdy, come on Rowdy, let's get your 18th here. You know that'd be nice. So we needed one at that, that time. That was the only other one that I called for. I was screaming at Yelich to put a bunt down and to get the the runner over, but he didn't. But he still succeeded with a you know a hit into the infield. But of course we're not gonna play small ball.
2: Well, what did you get? Like what did you guys talk about? I'm interested in like your friendship
4: well we were talking about how where's bart you know what is yeah. he up to oh yeah we're, we're at a much team
5: like... we're not sitting there conversating and just you know going back and forth and bantering or anything it was we were there watching the game enjoying the, enjoying the beautiful day that it was yeah it was like, a old good day
4: couple right mike what's that like an old married couple
5: yeah exactly like all the cub fans that were in front of us and all around us
2: did you that guys had... like go anywhere before or after or
5: no no just, just met up at fourth base uh before the game and then oh you did yeah well i we didn't go in but that oh. was just a meeting place
2: oh so you didn't <laughs> all right so all right so advertising works enough to get you guys to the spot, but not actually to go inside. Okay. All right, well, Tony, I'll tell CJ. Tony, you know,
5: Tony's in logistics and everything, but he's he's a he's, uh, – Fourth base, great place to go park he, in he, front of. He, he was running a little late. We didn't get in until almost the, the uh, bottom of the first inning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I blame all those Cubs fans, that traffic. There were a yeah, lot of were, Cubs fans. Oh, yeah. It's coming late to the game, too, and oh, man. It was all well, Illinois a, tags. That's all you. Mike, he what a boring game,
4: though. I mean, I'd rather watch soccer or peach Right? Seriously, I know you're a painter, but my, maybe that's why you like the game.
6: It was so <laughs>
5: boring. <laughs> and but I'm that's not why kidding. I like the NL the way it was with all the all the little ins and outs that council. Oh yeah, you know what? I made
3: that know? more
2: interesting was pitchers hitting. <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah well, no, everything more, about it. Lord pitching all that.
2: changes. Oh God, I need more. I need more pitchers out there for one batter.
5: That would. have... Well, that was awesome. He had that they took that tool tool out of his tool belt and look what happened. Now Craig's afraid to even go into any other tool bag. You know, he's he's got to find some other way to get these guys to hit. And he's
4: hey, Tope, I Tope think he just right, needs though, that to Adamus do a bit more. But Bar- hey, Bart, the Adamas at bat was the key. What a terrible at bat. Just take oh. take some strikes and get the pitch you want. You got the guy in third base with one out, and he just hits a pop up. It was it was a pathetic at bat by Adamus. That's where that game changed, in my opinion.
5: We just can't hit at all.
2: Yeah, and, we suck. And,
5: and we do, and we need to get a couple more hitters. And we have to figure something out. Counts got to do something. He's got to he's got to figure it out because sure we're going to get to the playoffs, but we're not a World Series contending team. We have got hey, World it's, Series it's, it's pitching, Mike, but Mike, no batting.
4: Does, does Lorenzo Kane catch that fly ball in center field? I think he does.
5: Yes, I said that, too. I said Kane had that one. It was, it was Kane. So you guys, I I'm, I'm, i can't get over
2: the fact that you guys, uh, Tony in Texas, Mike the Painter, guys who are a, a big part of this show, they call consistently throughout the year. They meet each other at a game yesterday, and then the day after, they both call in. <laughs> with. The, I'm not kidding. Within mere seconds of each other.
4: Hey, yeah, that wasn't yeah. planned.
2: I see the phone ring, great, and I think, oh, that could be Mike. The and then I see the phone ring again. I think, oh, my God, <laughs> they're calling at the same time. And then yeah, the call screener says, Mike the painter, Tony in Texas. <laughs> How
5: ironic. You it's guys. Like it's a great mind stink alike. Well, thanks for uh,
2: sharing your stories, boys.
4: Yeah. Hey, no problem. Have, yeah, have a great day. I'm leaving God's
5: country today, Bart. Back to Texas, so.
2: Well, I hope it treated you nicely.
5: Enjoy your flight. Have a safe flight there, Tony. Have a good day, Bart. Toby.
2: See you, Mike. See and you, Tony. Tony. Hey, Bart, Mike, Tony.
5: Bye. Bart, now
4: we can have the real phone call. Let's drop Mike.
2: Oh, you got more to say? <laughs> Let's
4: talk Summer League later this week.
2: All right, tomorrow preview.
4: All right, sounds good.
2: All right, see you, Tony. All right, see you, bye. All right, wow. How about that? We are bringing people together
3: here. Wouldn't you wouldn't you know it? Yeah, we're bringing the whole country together. Texas, Wisconsin,
2: yeah. painters. Painters and whatever the hell what, Tony yeah, does. Whatever Tony does. <laughs> I I don't know. 414 799 1250. I'm Bart. That's Toby. We'll hear from Craig coming up, try to see how he explains this one. It was a frustrating game yesterday. And I don't know, you know, if, if you're putting more stock into it than than one out of 162 needs to be. But I think that, you know, these kind of games and there's no game to talk about tonight, so it's gonna, you know, sink in. Uh there's not a game till tomorrow. So it was against the Cubs. You know, it was a it was a day game. You may have gone to it, you may have, you know, tried extra hard to try to watch it. You might have been at work or something and, and you pay attention to it. I, I just I just feel like there is a level of frustration coming out of this game that is a little bigger than. Than just your typical loss. 414 799 1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. I'm Bart. That's Toby on The Fan.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
6: 15s? You
0: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit
2: ads.odyssey.com. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Toby Altizer. This week, you'll find Toby in the afternoon, some throughout the month. I got no idea. I'm I'm like surprised when you're here at this point. Uh, as am I because usually <laughs> I can't wake up any early anymore. And normally, then when you're not here, it's the Tim Shea experience. How come? How come our? How come we both did the same thing? Our initial <laughs> reaction was, "Why did we laugh? Why did we both laugh?" I don't know. <laughs> Uh, during the last commercial break. No, so the, it was great. So the afternoon Tim show did a good job. Yeah, the afternoon show, there's guest host right now. Whether it's Stephanie Sutton, I believe Kevin Holden again today, Toby Altizer, Sam Schmitz, you know, who knows? There's guest host. And so that means who's gonna do the promo? Right? Because normally it was Rami's show, Rami does the promo. And so Stephanie didn't do the promo. Uh, Adam Roberts wasn't in to do the promo. Sam wasn't in to do the promo. So we got the first ever promo from our guy, Tim Shea, and we heard it and we started laughing. Why? That's mean. (laughs) I, I think we were just taken by surprise, right?
6: Hey guys, Kevin Holden returns to the Fan Afternoon Show. We'll take a look back at the Brewers Cubs series, preview the Brewers Pirates series, talk a little Badgers football and conference realignment with Drew Hahn from Bucky's fifth quarter, and of course, draft mockery. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, 3 to 6 on 1250 AM, The Fan.
2: It's a good promo. Yeah, it's very good. Better than anyone I've ever done. Yeah, it's a good promo. I think I can tell, you know, with my audio ear, that he, I, I would say he spent minimum 10 minutes on doing that i can hear it edited a little bit i feel like i i bet you that took him at least 10 minutes to do and then he tried to perfect it i bet you know because he's like i gotta do a promo or they're not gonna make fun of me (laughs) and then and now we're spending time on the it's a good promo tim it's a good promo yeah well done
3: well done it's a good promo I appreciate the efforts. Maybe I should try a little harder if I have to do promos. <laughs> yeah, my promo. God, I don't even know. My promos I usually do after the show and it sounds like, listen tomorrow, <laughs> an afternoon show, I'll be in talking who knows what. <laughs>
2: like, like, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Mine are always like, hey, coming up, we're going to talk about this. And then, oh, better than sports radio. I'm doing a promo, blah, 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 blah.
3: (laughs) My favorites are when you do these promos. You go, hey, we're going to talk about this. And then, you know, we never talk about
2: that. (laughs) Yeah. And coming up on Friday, we're going to break down the Packers offensive line depth chart. (laughs) We don't mention the Packers (laughs) at all. (laughs) Maybe I'll really start doing that. Like, I'll really start promoing things I have no intention of, of saying. Coming up on Friday morning, what's your favorite Bradley Setter memory? We'll revisit. <laughs> <laughs> coming coming up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, coming up today, evil Mark Murphy. Mm, 7.30. 7.30. Yeah, Mark Murphy's got another mailbag where he answers questions on Packers.com, and then he answers the questions, but I don't think he answers them the way that he wants to answer them. So, we give you the evil Mark Murphy translator, and we'll do that at seven thirty today., uh, we could give you the Craig Council translator right now if you'd like to try Brewers lose yesterday to the Chicago Cubs, and you know, not a not a great game by any means with the Brewers uh, losing two to one. So Craig Council afterwards had a few things to say. Let's take a look here. What does Craig Council have to say? Ah, uh, Keston Hira had a big impact. We all know that. Keston Hira did have a big impact, though. I mean, he had that catch, obviously, in left field. That's his, what, second game out in left? And we're counting the inning that he played the other day. If Hira can figure it out, I don't know. I don't know. That, I, that wasn't like, the catch that he made was a good catch. Okay, so the catch that he made, it was a good catch because he caught the ball. I don't think the technique was great. Here's the Hira catch, by the way, Bally Sports. Uh, wisconsin on the uh, call and he leans out on that one that's trouble
7: that is way back and here makes the catch oh what a play Keston in never broke stride his second start of the season in left field and he comes up with a gem if a highlight real catch i mean he caught that ball and then hit the wall Right at the same time. Boy, what a play. A face plant in the defense out and left. Able to hold on to it. Oh, it's a big out. That saves a run. Check out this look right here. Catches the ball. No regard for his body. Oh, my goodness. What a play. And face right into the defense. Wow. Yeah, that's as good as you can do it. And Burns, very appreciative of that effort.
2: I mean, it was a great catch. I think it was kind of like a hope and pray catch, though. He went into the wall. Well, it's one of
3: those, let me prove myself. What, even if it doesn't, it's it's a chain link fence. I don't know that the ball bounces away too far and Keston didn't fall down. So even if he doesn't make the catch, it probably still only ends up a double, which it would have probably been anyway. So definitely worth it, though, by
2: Keston. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to go for it. Could we see him out there more?
8: We're we are in a different depth spot, I'll field wise for sure. But I mean, I think I think he's showing that he, you know, in in every spot that we've put him in left field, he's he's played well um, and and handled it. So I think he's certainly capable of it, and it's just it's just another option where we can look to use him.
2: So we're still trying to figure out where we're going to put Keston here defensively, is what we're doing, and then for him to you know really be. Like, oh, we got to get him on the field. He's got to hit well, too. And he had the game's only run with a bit. Dude, that home run was uh, still travel at everybody. 440. Went to the Miller light deck. That was smoked. Yeah, you don't get him up there. So there's still a lot of good potential. I, 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 you know, I wonder what the long-term play for Keston is. I think he could still be somebody that the Brewers deal this season. Uh, I, I feel less like that will happen than I did maybe – a month ago because now if he's like you need his bat now <laughs> yeah I think I was reading Will Salmon, in the athletic just looking through some
3: guys that maybe could be dealt at the deadline and I think he put it very correctly when you look at Keston Hira he's the classic change of scenery kind of guy that's you know has loads of potential you know could be a really good player but they're struggling and he's the kind of guy that you could see if he moved somewhere else and just Changed organizations, got a new, brand new look at things. Maybe you could see him explode. You'd love to see that happen in a Brewer's uniform, but I don't know how many more chances you can give the guy. But yesterday you saw what he can be at the plate. Hopefully you saw what he can be defensively, but who knows? I mean, Keston
2: in the field is just a headache. Well, right now you need him. I mean, he's a headache, but... I, I'm not sold on Colton Wong at this point, even as a defender. So you can still play second. Rowdy Telez is your first baseman, but it's, you know, I, I looked at Rowdy's, his batting average is 237. You're like, oh, Rowdy, he's got to be one of the best hitters on the team. He's, he's hitting home runs. And in 2022 baseball, that's what matters. But you could still use him at first a little bit. And then in, in left field, your outfield yesterday was Hira, Davis, and Peterson. I know Yelich was the DH, but an outfield of Hira, Davis, and Peterson, this is a team that's supposed to get to the World Series? I don't know, man. So Hira's actually, with all these injuries, his value obviously goes up, and if he can make do with his opportunities, yeah, he struck out twice and was one for four, but the hit he had was the team's only run, and he made a great play in left field. He was like, besides Burns... He was like the one guy you can be proud of yesterday. So interesting what we'll see from Keston Hira going forward. Burns was terrific. Uh really good. Seven innings, ten strikeouts, went through seven innings. They, they could have kept him in, I guess, but council said he was done for. Gassed. No,
8: he was he was gassed at that point for sure. Yeah. I think he let it kinda air out in that seventh inning and um he was, he was done
2: hundred pitches. And I, I don't think that anybody is like, Oh my God, why is, why is Why is burns not in there in the eighth? We saw Boxberger come in in the eighth. When maybe you think that would be where Devin Williams should come in. Williams apparently was unavailable in this game. They had hater, right? But they were unavailable with, with Williams on, on that last year, hater ran into some trouble spots around the same time, right before the all-star break. And now this year he's given up runs and back to back outings for the first time since July tenth and eleventh last year. Is maybe that all star break needed for Josh Hader?
8: You know, I mean I think every team's dealing with it. You know, you're going hard for the first eighty games and you know, for Josh, the you know, the leadoff walks just on four on four pitches is a rare at bat for him. Uh there's gonna be walks, but the, the four pitch walks are rare at bat for him. You know, that that was the the really strange thing, the only strange thing that happened to me in that inning. Um everything else was pretty good. And, you know, that's you could score that's how you score a run. You know, they 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 took a chance base running, made a good base run in play, stealing the base and then had a ball find a hole.
2: So it might not just be hater. I think that is a concern with the Brewers. We've seen it before. The series back in what was that, 2018 where they lost five in a row in Pittsburgh to wrap up the first half of the season. I think that sticks out. But this Brewers team they have limped into the all-star break more times than not. And so with the pirates coming up this weekend and then the twins and the giants next week, you know, there's some off days in there, but you still worry about that, that, that four those four days off, even if you are an all-star and you know, you get to go to LA and playing the game, it's still out of the routine and you can let your mind wander a little bit, but it is such an oasis for all of these guys in all of baseball. It's four days where you got to, let yourself reset a little bit and, and heal. And I think that some teams it doesn't affect them. Some teams it does affect them. And I you, you got a team like the Brewers, there's like no days off for the Brewers. And what I mean by that is there's no like games off. There's no they barely are in ten to two games. You know they had the nineteen to two game the other night and the Cubs beat them eight to three the other night. But for the most part, these games are nine inning affairs. I mean, Devin Williams and Josh Hader are among the league leaders in holds and saves because of how much they're used, how much they're needed, how close these games are. Even in the games that they lose, the Brewers are still right there. You don't see a lot of games are up oh, 6 nothing first inning. You can kind of get in some substitutions and kind of just play out the string and have Mike Brasso pitch, and you don't, you don't see that a lot with this Brewers team. So they've played a bunch of games. But I might argue that they've put more energy into those games than other teams comparatively. Kind of like when I golf 9, I'm really golfing 18. Because I'm bad, so I have a lot of strokes, and I take probably 2 to 3 breakfast balls a hole. So me golfing 9 is I put in more work than other people. So the Brewers, they might have 81 games in the books among other, with other teams, but they might just be putting in a little more effort in doing that so many games where they're only scoring a couple of runs and it makes it so close and the brewers know they need to score more than that.
8: That That's throughout the game. And we, we, you know, we had 27 outs or to, to try to score and we put up one run. So there's not many days that's going to be enough.
2: No, there's not. And especially if you can't, I mean, Adrian Sampson, it's one thing for, the Cubs not to be able to hit on Corbin Burns, but I don't know what kind of career Adrian Sampson's going to have. But the Brewers, you can't, you can't, you can't, I don't think Adrian Sampson matched Corbin Burns yesterday because of Adrian Sampson. I mm-hmm. think he matched Corbin Burns because the Brewers' offense is bad. 100%. I'd love to see
3: an outing of Corbin Burns or Brandon Woodruff against the Brewers lineup <laughs> and see how many dudes they strike
2: out. I saw sort of that. In 2020, I went to one of their summer camp nights with, with all the COVID restrictions. This was in June mm-hmm. June of COVID 2020, so there was no... What, did he fan everyone? Did anyone even put the ball in play? Uh, I think he had three scoreless, and then, and then they took him out, and I was like, oh my God, Corbin Burns, he's going to be good because he, he fanned the Brewers. Here's counsel on Samson.
8: I thought he just made a lot of pitches, uh, just just on the edges with a lot of stuff. Um, You know, you saw guys kind of having a hard time pulling the trigger because he was on the edges a lot. Um, So he he threw the ball well. He made a lot of good pitches.
2: So the Brewers off today, and then they've got the Pirates coming up tomorrow. That'll be on Apple TV+. Plus. Remember, that game tomorrow is going to be on Apple TV+. Plus. You can watch the game. You don't have to pay to watch it. You will have to download the app. But this year I think MLB is giving you these games for free so you don't need a subscription to Apple but yeah you how do good need of them? A, <laughs> you do need a... there's a lot of people that can't watch the Brewers are gonna be able to watch the Brewers tomorrow well, that's what I said how good of them yeah you can you can you got Apple TV plus don't you no you gotta go download this thing well you gotta get go watch severance dude best show ever no I don't know
3: Ted lasso you're not watching Ted lasso No, I don't watch a whole lot of TV series. Okay, all right. I don't know. It's just not my thing. I do do want to bring this up. Corbin Burns yesterday, 10 strikeouts, ties the Brewers' franchise record with 18 games of 10-plus strikeouts. Will Salmon put this out. Guess how many games it took Giovanni Gallardo to get there, and guess how many it took Corbin Burns to get there? Because Giovanni Gallardo has 18. Corbin Burns now has 18. Teddy Higuera had 16. Ben Sheets, 15, and then Woody has 13. But at, at the top, it's Burns and Gallardo. Guess how many games it took both those guys to do it. Uh, Gallardo, what, 200? 211. I'm such a good guesser. And Burnsy Uh 60. 58.
2: I am such a good guesser.
3: <laughs> wow. Are you looking at that tweet? No. Incredible guess. I am a but- good guesser. How incredible is that 58 games started for Corbin Burns and he's
2: already had 18 10 plus strikeout games. The one thing I've never been able to guess is when there's beans in a jar though. Like guess the jelly beans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can win the thing or whatever. Yeah, I'm always like thousands off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like there's got to oh, there's got to be there's got to be 15,000 jelly beans in there. The <laughs> dentist office sends out their newsletter. 212 jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because I, I always think they're in the middle and you can't see them. I don't know. Notebook Mike. Hey, buddy.
9: Notebook Mike.
2: Yep. That's who it is. What's up?
9: Yep. Uh, yeah, I hate to ruin your day. Yeah. But uh, the fan in the afternoon.
7: Mm-hmm.
9: Yeah, it's been done. They put me on with Trav every now and then. And I just sit back and let them rant, and then I wait for the big pause, and then I get my take in.
2: So what are you talking about?
9: You know, when you have two callers at once. What about it? Two callers at once.
2: Oh, I didn't invent that.
9: No, I said we we did it on the fan, though.
2: Oh, well, Uh, I've done it before, too.
9: Okay, (laughs) that's right.
2: Uh, I'm, I, what did you think I invented? I think I think no, I invented I didn't
9: that. Say that! I just said we we did that on uh, the fan. Anyway, let's hey, see. I
2: thought you were doing the draft mockery yesterday.
9: No one called me.
2: Uh, it was some guy named uh, Louie Did it?
9: No, Stephanie Sutton did it.
2: No, it was Stephanie and Tim Shea and Louie.
9: Oh, I don't. I, I I caught part of it, but. I'm going on today so
2: Oh okay. Alright. Well that's what you told me yesterday. I'll
9: probably be in studio so I'm here
2: Oh for in studio, that. wow.
9: Yeah I'll be in studio. Uh Kissing Hero, fourth on the uh, greatest plays of the day, ESPN.
2: Oh yeah, that's it?
9: Yeah, I thought it should have been higher, don't you?
2: Yeah, that's a good catch.
9: Yeah, it's great. But uh yeah the brewers are uh, there's no words anymore. Timmy was distraught. Because I called Timmy and I said, uh, he's like, I need a break. And I and then he took my call and I said, did you have your cigarette? You seem like you calmed down. He's like, yeah, I calmed down.
2: Yeah. Um, how was the postgame show? I heard that Tim was pissed.
9: Well, if that was your job, wouldn't you be?
2: Well, yeah, if you follow the Brewers every day. I, I wonder, like. What level? Are they they a fun team? We're going to watch them. We're going to talk about them. And they're three games up. But are are we having fun or are we just kind of like?
9: I'm not. If I'm the manager, I go in there today. I take that bell. I give it to a fan. I take that glove. I give that to a fan. And I'm like, let's get serious now here. Come on.
2: No, you don't want to tell you. It's a kid's game. You got to have fun.
9: Did you read that Bananas article on that minor league team?
2: The Savannah Bananas? Yeah. Yeah. What about them?
9: It a pretty good article, eh?
2: I saw them on CBS Sunday morning.
9: Are we talking of the same team?
2: The Savannah- yeah, the Savannah Bananas. They, like, have guys pitch on stilts, and one guy yeah, was batting with a bat they they that was on fire.
9: Numbers. Yeah. The guy throws a banana in the guy's pants.
2: Yeah, it's like Harlem Globetrotters.
9: The waiting list is longer than Lambeau. Yeah. But they're good.
2: They're good. They win.
9: Yeah. Hmm. Baseball can be fun.
2: They can. So and you're saying that you're Corbin Dodgers, Burns needs to pitch on stilts?
9: When you're the Do- I'm sorry, what?
2: Are you saying that Corbin Burns needs to pitch on stilts?
9: No, I didn't say that. Uh, when you're the Dodgers and the Yankees, they're probably having fun. <laughs> well
2: the Yankees are having fun. They're like sixty and nineteen. They're what? They have a very good record.
9: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They almost, well they got no no almost two games in a row. Yeah. So it was a no no, I think a one hitter. Mm hmm So everyone's, you know, human. But uh yeah. All right. It's time to get serious. Get rid of the bell. He's ringing the bell and they lose the game.
2: You know, some would say, Mike, thanks for the call,
9: buddy. Okay, I'll talk to you guys.
2: Some would say it's time for the show to get mock serious. Draft. Yeah, maybe 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 no more mock drafts on the fan. Maybe no evil Mark Murphy. Maybe no mm hmm mm today, which we're gonna do, eight fifteen. Maybe it's time to get maybe we gotta get serious. Maybe that we gotta lead by example. Now you can't you can't take away the, the, the fun parts. Keston Hero putting the glove on. You just need to find a way to have those opportunities more. The offense... Man, the offense sucks. But what I was saying yesterday is it does feel like we're watching a movie that we've seen before. It's a comfortable movie, but we know what's going to happen. This is a team that's going to win the Central. What are the Cardinals doing? Why, why aren't they gaining ground? The Cardinals have some of the best players in the league. Paul Goldschmidt. Could you imagine if we had Paul Goldschmidt... And Nolan Arenado, and we were three games back? How are the Cardinals not taking advantage of what the Brewers are doing right now? They lose to the Braves again last night. They didn't score. What are they up to? Bill's in Iron River.
7: Hey, Bill. Hey, Bart. I called in Tim yesterday, and I mentioned to him that why is it that every journeyman pitcher that faces the Brewers... 80% of the time they look like a Cy Young award candidate.
2: Oh, and then like it's rookie Reds pitchers that have one good game and you never hear from again.
7: Oh yeah. I mean, this is disgusting. It's like, this has been going on since 2019. This is not a new phenomenon.
2: Uh, Adrian Sampson is 30 years old, has previously pitched with the Mariners, the Rangers, the Lode giants of the KBO and then the Cubs.
7: Yeah, and he looked like Cy Young reincarnated against right. the Brewers.
2: They always do. There's
7: Burns on the hill, working his butt off. He pitches a scoreless seven innings, and they can't win the game. You know, I'm not going to blame Boxburger and Hater. The Brewers should have had more than one run in the ninth. Yeah, inning. I don't. I don't you know,
2: blame Hater. I mean, at some point, you got to score these runs. We can't. We can't ask Josh Hader to have 87 saves in a season, like how it's trending.
7: Yeah, yeah. This is getting ridiculous. And they're not addressed. They sign, like I think I said once before, it's just they sign some guy who used to be good who's marginal now. I'm talking about McCutcheon, Mm you know. And where's Renfro? What the heck's the deal? They sign a guy and he shows signs of being productive? and now he's on the disabled list.
2: Hurt, he- came back, hurt again.
7: Yeah, yeah. It's really very disappointing, for sure. And it's boring baseball. It's very boring baseball. Yet we're three like, games up. Second, like, yeah, I know, but that's got more to do with the Cardinals not taking advantage than, than the Brewers. I mean, yeah, they're 10 games over 500, but... How many of those wins came against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh?
2: Right. Well, for both teams, act- too.
7: Yeah, they're actually, they're actually a game behind the Cubs in the season series right now. E. They're 6-7 against the Cubbies. Thanks, uh, Bill. Yeah, thanks for taking my call.
2: Always good to hear from you, bud. Bill, Iron River, 414-799-1250. You know what else I saw people talking about yesterday? Um, there was a lot of conversation I saw yesterday about extending Corbin Burns, lock this guy up. I'm here to tell you right now, there's about a 2% chance his next contract's with the Brewers. Uh, Fewer than that. (laughs) I saw someone say, do you you think Burns will take a hometown discount? Oh, my, no. Uh, Excuse me? Corbin Burns. Well, then McKelvey tweeted about it. He's like, give this guy five years, 45 per right now. McKelvey. Adam McKelvey. Yeah, and you said give him the home bridge, too. Yeah. Burns is gone, dude. Once once he's a free agent.
3: Oh, he's going to get all the money from yeah. one of these market big market teams, Dodgers, Yankees. And if I was him, I would take it. Yeah, 100%. You know how much money he's making this year?
2: Less than Brandon Woodruff. Six and a half. Yeah, Corbin Burns, like as good as his outing was, it's like the fifth thing you talk about because it was wasted. I want to go where I can throw 10 strikeouts and three hits in seven innings and win the game five to nothing because my offense is going to give me a couple of runs. You know, sure. There'll be games where he gets run support, but historically, when you think Corbin Burns, you think, oh, the Brewers are in a one run game. It's two to one, three to two, one to nothing. If I'm Corbin Burns, I, yeah, I'm happily pitching here. I, you know, I like it here. This is the organization that brought me up and we got to, pretty decent team, we're at least contending. But once I'm done with this contract, I am going to sign somewhere else. Somewhere where I know that they can spend money to get an offense, and somewhere where I know that they can spend money to have me. So, you know, that's why there's a window here. That's why there's a window. You can maybe like maybe I don't know, between him and Woodruff. But Woodruff's going to get big money
3: too. Well, and that's why I just think it's kind of foolish for people to think that yeah, let's just keep this thing rolling along and let's just keep being mediocre. You know, like, this is your clear chance at a World Series when you have Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff. You're not going to be able to afford both these guys. And then to think, well, we'll just develop pitchers. Well, you will. I think this Brewers organization has shown they can develop pitchers, but are they going to be the same caliber as Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff? Is Ashby going to get to that point? Is Ethan Small going to get to that point? Because you also got to remember, where was Corbin Burns ranked among prospects? He was a top prospect that got developed into one of the top pitchers. Ethan Small's not one of the top prospects in baseball. Neither is Aaron Ashby. They're good pitchers. I'm not saying they're not going to be, but are they going to reach the heights that Corbin Burns has? I don't know that that's going to be ever really capable because Corbin Burns, for all intents and purposes,
2: has been the best pitcher in baseball the last couple of years. We've got such a big uh, day planned on the fan. We've got uh evil Mark Murphy coming up in about 30 minutes. We've got the Wendy's big show. We've got the Fan Afternoon Show.
6: Hey, guys. Kevin Holden returns to the Fan Afternoon Show. We'll take a look back at the Brewers-Cubs series, preview the Brewers-Pirates series, talk a little Badgers football and conference realignment with Drew Hahn from Bucky's fifth quarter, and, of course, draft mockery. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, 3 to 6 on 1250 AM, The Fan. Really looking forward to that.
2: I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to Tim Shea and Kevin Holden doing a show together. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Because they're like boys in real life, and uh, it's going to be a giggle fest is what's going to happen there. And you know, I just, I just like anything, uh, Tim Shea, You know, especially when he, when he sings. Does everybody know what's coming? Everybody knows what's coming. Scrub it up, that biz.
6: I wake up to go to scrub a dub. I want to join the Scrub-a-dub Scrub Club. Wash your car every day if you want. It's one low price starting at $13 per month. Scrub-a-dub club. I want to go to Scrub-a-dub to join the Scrub-a-dub Scrub Club hard to say easy to use sign up at scrub a dub i want to join the scrub a dub scrub club hard to say easy to use wash your car every day if you want one low price starting at 13 a month